Welcome to the Female CEO Showbiz Bestie. I'm your business big sis, Courtney, a corporate dropout turned two times founder with a passion for helping women build businesses that support their dream lives, not businesses that run their lives. Let's face it, being a woman is hard. Being an entrepreneur is hard, but you don't have to go on this journey alone. I'm here to have the real, unfiltered conversations about business ownership as a woman that no one else is. Get ready to level up and let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome, welcome to the weekly recap episode. Should I do that for you guys every time? That nice little jingle. Imagine being born and being just like a naturally gifted singer. Unfortunately for you guys, (laughs) I was not. But anyways, I'm super excited to be back with you with a weekly update episode on real time what's going on inside of my business and my life, the lessons that I'm learning and how I am navigating it all with you because I don't feel like there are enough transparent conversations about the realities of entrepreneurship. And so I'm here to have those conversations with you. And I want to thank you for your patience with me as I kind of figure this out. This is something that I really want to do and implement into this season and be doing each week, but I'm just kind of having a hard time figuring out where best to fit it into like my schedule and like what, like when to be recapping. Cause I was trying to do like Monday through Sunday recaps or like Monday through Friday. And then like was recording it on the weekends, but that's not necessarily always going to be sustainable if there's stuff going on on the weekends and then I tried to post to post it on a Monday and I didn't like that because I want Monday's episode to be like the big episode of the week you know like the guest episode or the like solo educational episode so I want these to come later on in the week it's just like because it's not you know these episodes aren't the Sunday. It's the whipped cream and the nuts and the cherry on top. You know, just a little, just a little extra, just a little sprinkle on top. So let's kind of recap. On the last weekly update episode, I left you saying that I had a surprise on my way home. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that Colin brought home a puppy. You know all the memes that are like wife. And it's like a text and it's like, wife, like, I'm like, I, I'm bringing home 40 puppies or something. <laughs> like, I couldn't say no. And the husband's being like, I thought you went out for milk. Oh, like, <laughs> that is Colin and I, but we are flipped. As in, he is the one that I have to watch out for. Because it was not planned. It was very spontaneous that we ended up with Millie. But it's honestly a really, really good, sweet story of complete kismet which I think is how like you find like your dogs you know like the dogs that are meant for you and like your soul dogs it usually is like some sort of kismet that brings them into your life which I love and I think that is I think that's adorable. So she is a little angel baby. She's sleeping right now. And I had to time this very strategically because she was being a menace not that long ago. But now, you know, she she works hard. She plays hard. She naps even harder, which we love about her. 
So I'd say like 80% of the time she's an absolute angel and like 20% of the time she's a terrorist. But hey, that's that's having a puppy. But oh my gosh, is she so smart? Like we are in trouble. Literally this weekend, Colin was like, we were supposed to have like a month of her just being like a bumbling idiot, not knowing what's going on so we could like get away with some extra stuff. No, she's smart. She's smart as a tack, has been sent smart as a tack, sharp as a tack, smart as a whip. There we go. Uh, but literally like from the day after he brought her home, she is just, she is so smart. And she's just like figuring things out that it's like, you weren't supposed to be able to know about that for like another month, or you shouldn't have been able to figure out how to jump up there yet. You're still very tiny, but... She's going to be a great dog and everyone, well, for the most part, is getting along. But her and Penny, my little miniature brown poodle, they are besties. Like, they play all the time together, which is super cute. And then Kona, the big black poodle, who's almost 14 that we took in. She's kind of like Mama Bear. And so Millie will, like, cuddle with her. And Millie really wants to like, or for Leroy to like her. Uh, and he's still just, he's a little unsure, but she really likes to cuddle up next to him. It's adorable. So everybody is assimilating well. Um, but we went from two dogs to four dogs real freaking quick. Like, I don't know who's doing the math here, um, but we had two dogs for like six, seven years. And then we went, to four dogs and then literally within like a matter of a month or two we now have four dogs so send prayers um i did i grew up with four dogs though so it it's fitting it's fitting we're crazy dog people and it works so but she has definitely had us with our hands full most days she goes to work with Colin, which is awesome because she's going to be his, his hunting dog, his bird dog. So they're like, they're really bonding. And that's great because I don't have to watch her during the day because otherwise I would get absolutely nothing done. And then when they come home though, she's like been in the car for most of the day and she is ready to go. So as soon as they come home, it's like, I am... I'm done for the day. We are on dog duty. Half of it, we're like watching her being like, oh my gosh, you're so cute and perfect. And the other half, it's like chasing her around, cleaning up her accidents and making her stop biting us. <laughs> Those be real here. Business has like gotten real slow. Like last month and probably the month before, it was like, I was just on sales call, sales call, sales call. Like I had multiple sales calls every week. I was sending out multiple proposals every week. I was doing so much follow-up. I was talking with so many people. And then all of the sudden, like come mid-October, everything just shut off. And this isn't a surprise because November, December, January are always very slow months for signing new clients. It just shut down a little earlier than I had anticipated or hoped. I figured we'd still have like another good two weeks in October. But, you know, when you think of it, like these people who are working inside of companies, like you kind of check out November, December. Um, 
And a lot of companies, like, their budget will be eaten up, so they don't have the budget to make hires. And so they kind of just have to wait and twiddle their thumbs until the new year. But then you're really like, oh, well, Courtney, shouldn't January be good? No, because you know people are like, eh, the new year. Oh, I miss Christmas break. And they, like, ease into it. So, like, the first couple weeks of January – there's always nothing going on. And I used to like always expect like, oh, things are going to pick up in January. And I really realized, no, February. It's February and March that is like gangbusters because everyone's like back in the saddle. They have a new budget. They've had the meetings to make the decisions. They have the time to have taken action on it. So November, December, January are slow months for me in my business just when it comes to like sales calls and signing new clients. So kind of a bummer because things were going really hot and heavy there for a while, which was awesome, but I'm just leaning into it and I'm enjoying not having so many calls, having to spend time on zoom. And I'm just trying to do some other things inside of my business and also like allow myself a little bit more time to slow down and for myself I know I've been talking about how I've been going into a season of less relaxation and a season of more work and it definitely have been and I've been really, really busy and I feel like right now I'm kind of able to just like take a breath, maybe a little bit. (laughs) Like I didn't feel super stressed or overwhelmed to have to work this weekend. And I didn't do any work this weekend at all, which was the first weekend in a while that I haven't done any work. So that was nice. That felt really good to be able to just kind of unplug for the weekend for a little bit and enjoy it and just kind of chill. And I was really productive around the house and like cleaned up and went grocery shopping and did some meal prepping and hung out with the dogs. And oh, I started a court of roses and thorns, thorns and roses. Akatar, thorns and roses. I never remember which one's first. Um, A Court of Thorns and Roses, which I was very skeptical about for a while because I'm not, like, it doesn't really align with a lot of the other stuff that I read. Um, But I was like, yeah, you know what? It's been sitting on my Kindle, the first book, for so long. And I've just never dove into it. And I kind of got burnt out on romance books so I was like I need I need something let's shake it up and start in a big series during like the fall winter I feel like it's just going to be perfect so I'm really excited and I am like I am into it I am invested I'm like 35% of the way through book number one um I read it on my kindle so I I'm loving it like I am obsessed So I'm super excited to keep reading that series. So, yes. But being on less calls and having to spend, like, less time doing proposals and stuff has not slowed me down in my goal to be making more money in my business. And I started... (laughs) Yet another thing. Um, I started doing a little UGC. And the the girlies, the UGC girlies on TikTok made it look super fun, super cool. And 
in an episode, I forget what number it was, but it was with Temple Cordum. It was about how to like become an influencer in 2023. It's one of our most popular episodes ever. If you have not listened to it, I highly recommend going back. It was the last episode of season one. So you'll be able to find it that way. Um, So it'll only be a few episodes down. Highly recommend that. But we were talking about UGC and she was talking about how a lot of UGC creators are getting paid more than influencers. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Like we create content for clients. Like why don't we, why don't I just do, like why don't I do it this way? And so I actually landed last week my first two UGC gigs, which I am so excited about. I'm super, super excited about it and to see how that goes. Um, It's not like super high paying or anything. It's more just to kind of build my portfolio and get the experience, but I am excited to be diving into that. So we will, we'll see what comes of that, but I will keep you, I'll keep you guys updated. I'll show you guys the ad that I make. Um, one of them is a skincare brand, a Korean skincare brand, which like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm such a skincare freak. And that was actually like my first deal. So I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about it. So we will see how that goes and I'll keep you updated. And if it's something that we kind of keep doing and, or that I keep doing and leaning into, or maybe not, but I think it's going to be one of those things that doesn't take a lot of time so we'll see we'll see because it's like a 30 second video obviously I'll have to take some time to like create a script and kind of practice but like I'm comfortable talking to the camera I like doing that and that's probably more of what I'll do is more of the like face to cam kind of testimonial style videos because that's just what I'm like good at what is natural for me what's easy for me versus trying to create like some really aesthetic like product videography and stuff. That's not really me. So I'm just kind of trying to lean into the things that I'm natural at and that I'm good at. And we will go from there. I think that's about it for you guys for this week. My goal for these episodes really was to like keep them short and sweet. And the first couple ended up not being so short. So instead of just like walking you through, unless you like this, let me know. Um, instead of walking you through like every single day, like what I did, I kind of think I'm just going to touch on like the highlights, the things that are going on and how I'm navigating them. Um, and like, you know, the wins, the losses without giving you like the literal play by play of each day. It snowed here for the first time yesterday. It snowed for, I don't even know if it lasted for 10 minutes, but it counts and I'm not ready. And, oh, and Colin is starting his own business. Ah, I'm so excited for him. My little, my little entrepreneurial pixie dust has been, has infected him and I'm super excited for him. And my mom ran into one of my teachers (laughs) from middle school. It was like, it was this extra class that you had to like be recommended to take. And then you had to test into, it was like for the high performers, whatever. Um, And she, my mom saw her 
a couple of days ago and she like asked like oh what am I doing and my mom was like oh she's running three businesses and she was like of course she is and I was like dang (laughs) uh this is this is my path this is my journey but I love it. And I'm so happy that you are here with me. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this weekly recap episode of the female CEO show. Wait. So I got a Q and a question, um, about health insurance and how I navigate health insurance as someone who is self-employed. I've been wanting to touch on this, but then I kept going way too long on these episodes. So this is the perfect time to answer that ask Courtney anonymous Q&A question um and then it's linked in the show notes as well and it's linked on the Instagram or the podcast Instagram as well so you have access to it and it's just an anonymous Google form where you can submit your questions to me and I will answer them um this one was asking how I navigate health insurance and how I deal with that as someone who is self-employed, which is an awesome question. So when I first gra- or when I first graduated, when I first quit corporate, when I left corporate, I cobra'd and continued with my health insurance that I had in corporate and just like paid a ton extra to keep it. Um, so that's always an option if you're leaving a job or you are leaving, you know, something that has insurance already, you can Cobra and continue it on. It typically is kind of expensive though. So then that was expensive. So I went back on my parents for like a year or two until I aged out and I aged out earlier this year in March when I turned 26 and my dad connected me with like a health insurance I don't broker. I don't know if that that's probably not the right term, but like a health insurance specialist or whatever. Um, and I, she helped me and I was, <laughs> she was able to find me like a few more affordable ones. Um, so I currently have like a short term plan on Blue Cross Blue Shield and I pay like 130 bucks a month for it, which is a really good deal. Like if you are self-employed and you're paying for health insurance, you're probably like, what? So yeah, I really recommend like, you know, finding someone who can help you. I don't, I think this woman might just be able to be, might just be able to do it in like Missouri and Kansas. Um, So I'm not sure I can pass her information along, but I'm like the job exists. So a quick Google search should pull someone up for you who could help you. And the service is completely free, at least for her it was, because she gets a commission from the health insurance company. So it was a completely free service for me to use, which was amazing. And she just found me the best deal. And then she gave me a few options. So I was kind of able to weigh the pros and cons, decide like how much of a deductible I wanted, how much of a monthly payment I wanted and like what felt good. The thing is, this is not like incredible health insurance. It's pretty much there like for emergencies only. Like it doesn't cover any like preventative care really. So my plan, I was like, you know what, like, I'm just going to go cheap because I did a bunch of like doctor's appointments and everything 
earlier this year because I knew I was getting kicked off of the health insurance. So I went and did all the things and got like all my checkups and everything. And I was like, okay, let's just go cheapo and it will just be there. Cause I'm not really the type of person that goes to the doctor a lot. Like I will avoid the doctor if at all possible. So I was like, let's go low for emergencies only, you know, in case something happens because God forbid, um, my sister-in-law actually broke her foot and didn't have health insurance. And this was a while, this was a long time ago, but she was self-employed and didn't have health insurance, broke her foot. And that poor girl had to pay full price. And I mean, they ended up putting her on a payment plan and she had to make payments because it ended up being like, I think they charged her like $12,000 or something, which like in the grand scheme of things in the cost of like what a hospital can charge you that was pretty low so I didn't I knew I didn't want to get stuck in a position like that and I would really urge you to not as well that's what insurance is you know it kind of sucks to have to pay that money but we pay it preventatively to avoid having to pay a ton of money later Hopefully I won't need to use it. Um, But the plan is for me to stay on that short-term kind of shitty plan until Colin and I get married in the spring and then I'll be able to get on his insurance through his work. So that's how I have navigated and am currently navigating health insurance as someone that is self-employed. But I would highly recommend finding someone who can help you find something because there are cheap options options out there, something that will just cover you for emergencies only so you aren't out there spending like five, six hundred dollars a month or something on a crazy health insurance plan, especially if you're not the type of girly that really uses it a lot to make it anywhere near worth it for you. All right, that was anonymous ask Courtney. If you want to ask me an anonymous question, or it doesn't have to be anonymous if you don't want it to be, but whatever, it is linked in the show notes below. And you can also find the link on the Female CEO Show Instagram page up in our link in bio. It's up there. So it is always there for you when you have any questions or you want to pop in because you know I have a no gatekeeping policy. So I'm here and happy to help with whatever questions you have about business, about life, about things like insurance and navigating you know, being an entrepreneur, all of the things, bring it on. If you are loving the Female CEO Show podcast, if you get value out of these episodes, it would truly mean the world to me if you could leave the show a review wherever you are listening to your podcasts. Um, But I have these super cute Female CEO and Female CEO Movement stickers. So if you leave a review, take a screenshot of it and send it to me in an email. The female CEO show at gmail.com would work just fine. And send me the screenshot and your mailing address and I will ship you out some super cute little stickers just as my little token of appreciation for being a listener and for taking the time to review the show. It really does help me. It's going to help you 
coming here soon. A wink, a wink, nudge, nudge. And it helps other female entrepreneurs find the female CEO show. So it kind of boosts us in the podcast app algorithms that we are a value add show that it will recommend to other people to listen. So I would love to be adding some more female CEOs into our community. So if you have time to leave a review, I would absolutely love you for it. All right. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's weekly recap episode, and I will catch you next week on the next episode.